Have you ever been like me where you actually feel like we're supposed to live like today was our last day and we need to make every decision as if it was the last ones we were going to make and trying to not have regrets when we get to heaven and wishing we would have done things that we felt God wanted us to do? But have you ever also recognized and noticed that that level of energy and gumption cannot be maintained? We just aren't built to go 100 miles an hour for years on end. That's what I want to talk to you about today. How do we gain some balance in this area of stewarding our time for Christ, you know, because He is coming back and there are lost people in the world and there are things that need to be done. But how do we balance that with the fact that we are human, just like Jesus was? He couldn't do it all. He wasn't assigned at all. Let's talk about that today so that we can gain some clarity and some balance and some freedom in this area of what our focus should be as we make plans for our lives. Welcome to the More Power Than You Think podcast. I'm Jennifer Scow. After receiving a bipolar diagnosis in 2013, God taught me that his solution to messy life was not changed circumstances, but rather a transformation of the mind to Christ's perspective. More Power Than You Think refers to the power we have to be changed and transformed based solely on what we think and believe in our mind. Renewing the mind is so much more than overcoming thoughts of depression and anxiety. It is choosing thoughts that you unify instead of divide, that love instead of hate, that lead to surrender instead of pride. It is the key to loving God properly, to getting through suffering without accusing God or feeling like a victim. The key to preventing adultery, murder, ruined relationships, and prevents regret, sin, shame, and guilt. Every single thing we do today begins with a thought in our mind and what we choose to do with it. When our thoughts and beliefs are out of alignment with God, we get hurt and we even hurt others. But our lives and the lives we impact can be transformed when we choose God's thoughts and Christ's perspective to guide us instead. On this podcast, we learn to renew the mind in every area of our lives so we can live, love, and be loved the way Christ intended. Before I start talking about today's episode, I want to let you know that I actually have two bonus episodes for you this week. I am speaking on these episodes about something I don't talk about very often, and that's my history of eating disorders. I have a 30-year history in my past of eating disorders, and I talk a lot about in these episodes about how health affects our mental and emotional and spiritual stability and how our mindset affects our physical health. So stay tuned to the end and I will let you know how to find those two bonus episodes this week. Now for what I want to talk to you about today. I have one of those minds, and maybe you can relate to this, that it is always thinking. It is always coming up with things to do and and it's just, it's never sleeping. My brain never stops. Now none of our brains ever stop, but some of them are not as active as others, but a phrase that God gave me to say to myself is I have the time God has given me. Therefore, I have enough time. I have noticed as I look back on past journal entries and past blog posts that this craziness uh, mindset of 
living life 100 miles an hour is something that I actually am having to address repeatedly. Um, it's not a obstacle that that has come once and then God and I figured out how I'm supposed to handle it and then I never deal with it again. Sometimes we have trials like that where it's a one and done deal, right? You address it, you figure out how God wants you to handle it, and it's not a problem anymore. You move forward. But then we have these obstacles that come back and forth in seasons, and this is one of them. So I'm going to share with you, this is something I wrote the last time I was in this season, and God put it on my heart to share it with you, because obviously somebody somebody listening needs this change of perspective. And remember, renewing the mind is all about perspective. So throughout our lifetime, There will be cycles when things are spinning like a merry-go-round and we are just trying to hold on. (laughs) I'm talking about a vibrant life, spinning full of plans and ideas and action and growth and perseverance and possibilities and work and inventions, all good things. But we cannot do everything or be everything or solve everything. We just aren't made to sustain that level of energy. At some point, an assessment must take place. What work is God's work for me? What focus is God's focus for me? What work will I be held accountable for? What workload allows me to maintain the best testimony for Christ? And remember, that testimony for Christ includes how you are stewarding your family. If we are so busy doing work and following all of our plans, ideas, perseverance of of inventions and all these things, and we're neglecting our family, or we're neglecting our spouse, or we're neglecting serving in church, we need to reassess because that's not a good testimony. As time passes, we usually need to address and reassess our lives, or we will be struggling and stuck in some areas and overworking ourselves in others. So the last time that I was spinning frantically on this merry-go-round of constant work and constant action and relentless pursuit of spiritual growth and business growth and health goals, I realized I was just exhausted and it was time to reassess. So to get off my merry-go-round, I was going to create two plans. Number one, I was going to evaluate my workload and create an actual work schedule. No more 10-hour days. <laughs> and number two, I was going to identify my strongholds, create a mindset shift, make a plan, and get busy fixing my issues. Well, here's how that worked out. <laughs> After hours of writing, praying, and studying, I realized I would never get started slowing down the merry-go-round because the plan was taking so long to write. God then showed me instead that while I continue in the long-term process of overcoming personal strongholds and calming chaos in my schedule, I had to find victory and peace and satisfaction in today. They needed to happen simultaneously. Living today for today is how God wants me to navigate out of my tailspin. And that's what he wants you to do. And he will be our guide. So God helped me change that unrealistic plan that I was spending hours writing to a new plan that is sustainable but keeps me moving forward in my different roles as a wife and a mother and an entrepreneur and a servant to Christ. So here is the new plan. Drum roll. Live for today. Plan for today. Change for today. Grow for today. Be present for today. 
Now, I do acknowledge that many things require a plan for tomorrow, a plan for upcoming months and even upcoming years. So yes, make your budget, anticipating future costs, plan for that baby on the way or putting the kids through college or planning your journey out on the mission field, whatever it is. Yes, there are future plans that we do have to make, but we can't live in that future and never attain rest in the present. I want to say that again because I need to hear it. We cannot live in the future that we're planning for and miss the rest that is in today. We can't live in the future of who or where we want to be one day. God was saying to me, make your plans, keep them in view, but live for today. If we get stuck in our future, we will miss the daily precious moments of the journey. We will miss the daily success and sweetness and peace that each day has to offer. Think of all the promises that God gives us new every morning. We don't want to miss that by looking already to tomorrow. Because you know what? Tomorrow's grace hasn't come yet. And tomorrow's loving kindness hasn't come yet. And tomorrow's mercies haven't come yet. They're here for us for today. So let's not miss it. Now all of us can say with regret, where has the time gone? There are possibly years in our past lost to not living in the moment and not savoring all the gifts that the day had to offer. And this new plan and principle that God was teaching me allows me to take action and get victory one day at a time while savoring the moments and participating in today. It allows forward momentum while redeeming the gift of the day. Now, here is an example of a mindset that I believe God does not want us having on an ongoing basis. We have often heard the question being asked, if you learned you had one day left to live, what would you do? And then our minds go into a tizzy thinking of all the things that we must do and say before our time is up. We imagine ourselves in a frenzied hurry, hurrying to the finish line of a lifetime of living in the few hours we have left. Although this question and its imagined answers do have great value, to actually live daily with this mindset and carry out each moment with that kind of energy and zeal is not realistic because it's not sustainable. We cannot live on the 100 mile an hour super cape flapping in the wind behind us uh, mentality on a year by year basis. We just can't. We aren't built that way. We will drag ourselves to the ground. This scenario and mindset produces results and impact for a very short window of time. But we need consistent victory in our daily tasks and responsibilities to triumphantly get us to the end of our course. The end of our course could be tomorrow or it could be 60 years from now. Are you going to live with that zeal and 100 mile an hour racing stripe for 60 more years? I believe God wants us to apply a similar mindset, but on a much more sustainable level. In a way, we will be making decisions as if the new day was our last, but instead of using our last day to try and change the world, (laughs) our intention will be to use that last day to move through it with a master plan in view, but focusing on God's work for today, taking each obstacle as it comes meeting each trial with the answer that it needs for the day. 
only taking on the workload that is sustainable for that day, meeting our family's needs for that day, taking our plans and dreams and goals for our future and implementing them one day at a time. It is the daily victories and daily wins and the daily steps forward that lead to the future changes and impact that we are wanting. The cumulative effect of daily results is where lasting change and transformation and impact happen. C.S. Lewis said, isn't it funny how day by day nothing changes, but when you look back, everything is different? What if the victories of today were replicated? If today's success was repeated for 365 days, what would that look like in one year? Think of it as the growth of a young tree. Every day it is growing, but at such a slow rate, we don't see the daily progress. But by the end of 365 days, that tree has grown 7 to 10 feet. Or take the example of adding one sit up a day each day. That slow, consistent, small addition would result in quite a transformation at the end of 365 days. Now, to change our future, we only need to change today. And again, we did talk about that in the previous episodes. So imagine one victory each day in controlling our temper, one victory each day of including prayer in our schedule, one victory each day of crossing one thing off our list that previously had been neglected. By the end of 365 days, we would see a transformation. Let's apply that to renewing the mind. My example, my personal example, in 2013, I was diagnosed with bipolar and I was in a suicidal depression. And God brought in the biblical principle of renewing the mind. And I was beginning to learn all those years ago, 10 years ago now, that if I changed my thoughts, one thought at a time, I would become stable. And all these years later, 10 years later, I am so stable because every single day I was getting victory, but it was one thought at a time. I believe many of us are working too hard, doing work that God hasn't given us and dealing with strongholds that oppress us. By living one day at a time, we create daily micro successes that allow us to keep a forward momentum in reaching our desired future. And of course, that future involves the impact that we're wanting to make for Christ. So let's reach our destination of growth and transformation while being present along the way. So I invite you to join me in this mantra that will get us off the merry-go-round of craziness and, and living 100 miles an hour with the racing stripe. Here's that mantra. Live for today. Plan for today. Change for today. Grow for today. Be present for today. And that is going to create the future that you are wanting. Now, two more things I want to say about this. I just said, I believe that many of us are doing work that God hasn't given us. I want to point out that Jesus did not do it all. He did not go to the whole world. He did not minister to the whole world. He also didn't get involved in 10 different ministries. He had one work that God gave him to do. And at the end of his life, he said, God, I have finished the work thou gavest me to do. So, If Jesus wasn't called to 
be involved in 15,000 different ministries and be um, 100% in every single thing, then we're not supposed to be. And let's also take King David as an example. You know, let me backtrack for a second. At the beginning of this episode, I had mentioned, you know, my mind is always working. I have 10,000 ideas going through my head all the time and different ministries that I want to start because I just, my mind just never stops. I am a creator and I want to keep creating things, ministries, ways to get the gospel out, ways to create beauty in this world that reflect God's beauty. But they are not all God's plan for me to pursue. So now let's go back to King David. King David wanted to build God's temple. And God acknowledged that he was pleased with David, that that was his heart's desire. So God was pleased with that idea. But God did not want David to do it. He wanted his son to do it. So we need to remember that not everything that comes into our head as an idea, although it may be a good idea, it doesn't mean it's the idea God wants us to pursue. So you're going to have to settle in with the Holy Spirit and ask Him to help you to see which work is your work that you are assigned in your lifetime to do for Him. And and if you have so many ideas, can you designate those to someone else? You know, An idea doesn't mean that you have to be the one to carry it out. It might be that God has given you, planted in you, the idea or the creation of something that's going to further his kingdom, but he wants you to put that on someone else, share that idea with somebody else because he's assigned it to someone else. And you could be co-laborers. I hope that gives you a perspective that although Christ is coming, and yes, there is work to be done, and yes, we are to steward our time wisely, We were not created to do it all. We cannot save the world. We have impact one person at a time and in our realm of influence. So with the people we meet at the grocery store, the people in our church, our neighbors, the friends of our children, you know, um, and some of you who have public platforms, um, you know, your impact is wherever your voice is able to reach on the platform God has given you. And Let's go back to the quote that I said at the very beginning. Comfort yourself with this. I have the time God has given me. Therefore, I have enough time. Now, before I tell you about the song for the day, I want to mention those two episodes. So I was invited to be on a podcast with my friend Robin Ryan McDonald, and her podcast is called Vision Driven Health. And I have two episodes on there, episode 46 and 47, and I'll put the link in the show notes. The thing I truly love about Robin's podcast is it's all centered on God. You know, in my journey of healing from eating disorders, I created this no prayer zone with God. I had a lie I was believing that the devil was trying to make me believe that God didn't care about my body, my weight, my struggle with food, that, that that was vain for me to think about, just all these lies. And so I did not take that before him. In Robin's podcast, she continually, every single episode, is always tying God in that he is not to be excluded from our journey of health. You know, one of the things I teach in my course is there's nothing that we should be excluding God from. There is no trial he is not interested in helping us with. It doesn't matter what it is. So in these two episodes, 
Robin gave me the opportunity to share with her listeners how God is a part of that journey, how he cares about that journey. I talk about how our mental thought processes affect our physical health. You know, 90% of illness and disease is stress-related. That's all about mindset and how we're handling our stress. I think these episodes will be extremely valuable to you. So again, her podcast is called the Vision Driven Health Podcast with Robin Ryan McDonald. It's episodes 46 and 47, and I will put the link to episodes in the show notes for the song that I'm going to end this episode with. It's called While You Wait, and it's all about living in the present while you're waiting for the future to unfold. A lot of times when our mind is on the future and on all the things that we want to accomplish and all the things we're looking forward to, or maybe it's a trial that we can't wait for it to end, but it's all in the future and we just get stuck in keeping our focus on the future and missing today. So the song is about while you're waiting for whatever it is in the future you're pining for or wanting to end or wanting to begin, you must live today. Don't miss today. Well, I, I pray this has been helpful to you. I hope that it gives you some freedom and kind of gets you unstuck in feeling this um, struggle that happens when we do want to live our best for Christ, but there must be balance. There must be balance. We are not superhumans. We are humans made of flesh and bone, and we get tired and we need rest, and we were not created to do it all. So here's that song, and I will see you next week. Thank you for taking the time to listen and connect with me today. I'm your host, Jennifer Scow. We're going to end this episode with a song from one of my albums. I pray the song I've chosen encourages or comforts you and unites you in fellowship and worship of your Savior. If you are enjoying my music, you can find my music videos on my YouTube channel and can listen or buy my music anywhere music can be found. I will put the link to today's song in the show notes. Until we meet again, I want to encourage you to invite God to everything and keep choosing loyalty to God's thoughts above your own. It is a pleasure serving with you as we fight this battle of the mind together. We are co-laborers for Christ and we are on the winning side. Praise the Lord. I'll talk to you next week. Love, Jennifer. Your eyes are on the future, on the answer to your prayer. You've put everything else on hold. You don't see your life is passing by. While you wait for all to be in place While you wait, you must redeem your time You must keep living While you wait Another failure knocks you down 
thoughts begin You wonder if you'll ever get it right Why does it take so long to be whole While you wait for all the answers While you wait for all to be in place While you wait, you must redeem your time You must keep living While you wait You are waiting to Grieving your loss The season of tears is hard to bear In time God will heal your brokenness While you wait for all the answers be in place while you wait you must redeem your time you